Welcome to another episode of Uncounted Stories in Accountancy. In this episode, our guest is Mangoba, a 34-year-old self-starter whose obsession with self-improvement and self-awareness drove him to find a way out of mentally dark places and climb towards personal, academic and career success. He currently works at Meta, formerly known as Facebook, as a business development manager for international music publishing in London. Having left Audit for the Music Industry in 2017, he's made some inroads using the skills derived from his CA training to become a focused, disciplined, results-driven professional. His multiple skills in the professional environment, which includes audit finance, corporate finance consulting, executive management, and now music rights deal-making has pushed him to become a well-rounded and self-aware leader in business. This also came with many challenges from starting over and dealing with steep learning curves to mastering imposter syndrome in his quest to making an impact and grow his career. So join me as we uncover how his passion for music impacted his career choice as a CA. All right, so I'm Manuel Gubega and I am a business development uh, manager for music publishing um, and at Meta, which is formerly known as Facebook. Um, and what that essentially means is I'm part of the team that makes sure that we have the music rights that allow you to uh, post music in your stories, in your reels, etc. Sure. be able to access all that library of music. We speak to different uh, major publishers as well as collecting societies across the world. Uh, to make sure that we get those rights. Sure, that is that is a unique space, bro. Um, maybe tell us a little bit around that. I mean, I know you were in initially with uh, Samra, I think. And yeah. I want to also bring that up to say, I mean, you were a 2020 category winner um, whilst doing that position. And I, I think even now you're doing something quite unique. They even created that category for you um, because for a CA to be in that space, how did you end up, I mean, just okay, maybe, you know, how did you get into that? Why music? How, how did you end up in that space? I think, uh, I think it starts from, you know, being a young kid who always enjoyed music um, and then also being in a family where my mother was very entrepreneurial um, and it's just a mix of the two. Um, after leaving or being in audit, um, I felt frustrated by the repetition or the repetitiveness of of the work like even if you're seeing a different company each mm -hmm. time um you still have the the procedures you know it, it's limiting it doesn't I, I i always went above and beyond because you get to dig into the the weeds of the company and like the intestines of the mm -hmm. company and see what's yeah. happening uh when you're doing an audit um so just to give a standard audit report wasn't enough for me. I always wanted to share like some added value and say, hey, uh, we spoke to this department. Uh, they mm. seem to be struggling with this or that. Mm. Maybe if you have a look at that, you might be able to reduce your costs or you might be able to increase uh, your sales if you address customers in this way because this is the block that they had when I consulted. You know, like what business yeah, analysts do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, 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 it's, I started feeling like maybe that's where I should be going to. Uh, but um, I wanted more than anything, a strategically operational role. Mm. Um, and I started like designing my CV to kind of 
uh, fit roles that would have things like that. So I would put that that particular experience that I had in audit saying, these are the things that I've done in audit sure. over and above running the audit. These are the value add elements that I had. These are the strategic elements that I had. Mm. I ran my audits with about 75% or 50% of the required staff because this was my approach. Uh, and we always save money uh, from a cost perspective, sure. but always finished on time and always had more findings than anybody else. So so like the, I, I had to build that into my story to show people that this sure. is what I can do. I'm wow. not just the standard auditor who just audited like anybody else, right? And then that allowed me to then get into the rooms uh, and and do some interviews. And at first I thought I wanted to do corporate finance uh, because that's where all my uh, friends yeah, were leaving audits to go into corporate finance and there's the big money and it's deal-making. And funny enough, I'm in deal making now, but just uh, obviously not for buying and selling companies, but you know, licensing music rights. Yes. Um, so when when creating my my CV in that way, doing the corp- corporate finance interviews, I realized, you know, some of them were really good, uh, but I realized that it it wasn't for me because it didn't feel comfortable. Mm. Um, I'd go through the rounds, but I didn't feel like I was being myself. Um, half the time because I was presenting a uh, a side of myself that wasn't really natural. Mm. Um, so I called up my, uh, my, my recruiter and I said, look, this is what I want to do. Um, and she's like, okay, well, I think it's going to be difficult, but you need to, you know, if you stick to your guns and say, that's all you want to do and you don't want to take any FM roles, any Copfin roles, anything to do in financial services, it's going to be difficult because you basically don't have that experience, but we'll see what comes out of it. So I put my CV everywhere, PNET, Indeed. You know, I ended up with a lot of spam because my CV was all over the place. (laughs) Um, And then one day I get a call and, you know, there was an opening at Samro for a manager in the CEO's office. And um, they asked me if I want to come through for first round, went for the first round was good was scheduled for a second round uh i wore my my favorite suit my best suit played my <laughs> best my best song that i always used to listen to when i was writing cta um and what song is that what song is that <laughs> it's it's a song by huma sigela it's called the boys doing it oh okay okay i'll check yeah. it out <laughs> when i go through the journey with you man that's that's great yeah yeah so um so I, I get into the interview and we ended up speaking like for almost uh, an hour and a half uh, for a 45 minute interview um, uh, with the CEO. And like we, we got into the problems, how we could solve this, the music that she listened to, how she got into music, what the issues are at the company, what I what I picked up from looking at the apps and reading articles, etc. Sure. And so luckily for me, that kind of role was needed a little bit of my 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 audit skills mm. and my ca skills and and needed a little bit of the skills that i wanted to to show off and to learn into so like i i, I had the finance that she needed because mm. the cfo at the time uh was was somebody with like who's been there is a legacy C, cfo not not a new age person who's ready to move with the times mm. so 
Um, you compare that uh, versus when I came in, then I'm able to say, okay, this is where I can help you because this is what I've been able to identify. So I got that role. That's how I got into music uh, with wow. with a bit of luck where my skills and my my ambitions and what I wanted to do kind of fit that particular role. Um, and it, it wasn't easy, man. Uh, I think I waited about uh, uh, almost a year, if not more than a year to end up getting that that call for that particular interview and yeah once i was in at samro i was deployed into various departments to help the ceo out and then the one that stuck was was licensing which is essentially business development slash sales where i'm 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 front facing and I'm, i'm bringing in the deals and i'm explaining to people what things are and getting them convinced and 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 paying up what they're supposed to be so Oh, that's wow. that's how I ended up in that role. Wow, wow, wow! Your journey, your journey is interesting, bro. But um, now let's go back a little bit. I mean, you you touched a bit on that to say uh, you were into music, you loved it. So let's start maybe from as early as you can remember. Um, as a child, what's what what was the projection like? I mean, what is happening at that time? Maybe from as far as you can remember as a child, what's <laughs> what's happening? Yeah, I mean, I, I presume this is going to be very different then for the listeners because uh, the the you know it's uh it's 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 a very it's a very different topic I'm sure to what's uh what's usually discussed. But I mean, from as early as I can remember, look, I was a I was the first. I am a firstborn. I was an only child for about eight years. I'm eight years older than my sister. Um, so my parents were one of the first of their friends to have a kid so they'd take me to all the parties with them because <laughs> like you know who's we don't you know if they're not going to leave me at my cousin's house or whatever I'm going to be there um and and from as as long as I can remember I'd be just dancing whenever there's a song that came on uh like you know whether it's Michael Jackson or MC Hammer <laughs> I'm doing the moves whatever I've seen on TV I'm doing the moves. There are even pictures where I'm, I'm, you know, in the middle, creating the circle, making sure that, you know, everybody's <laughs> entertained. Uh, sure. And, um, and my, and I used to, and my, my parents used to record uh, music shows. I, th- I think there was, uh, was it Smen of Live or something yes, weird yes, like that? Yeah. Yes, like yes. things, be, be, when Bob Mabena was there, oh, yes, before yes. DJ Fresh was there, <laughs> like you know, uh, Benson and Hedges shows, things like that, like uh, you know, Boom Shaka video, Atamafukate video, all those things that were there. Uh, those are the those are the early memories where I would clean to music. We would drive to music. Sure. I would sing in the bath. You know, would sing going to a soccer game would sing sometimes in the middle of a soccer game because I was a goalkeeper. I spent a little bit of time (laughs) (laughs) alone in the goals. Uh, So I was always just exposed and enjoying music and, Mm -hmm. as, uh, and, and, and hung around friends who, who were the same Mm -hmm. Uh, throughout my high school years. I had a lot of friends who, whose parents were into music. Um, unfortunately, I, I never got a chance to learn how to sing or play any instruments. But what what did happen is um, uh, I hosted a party for my 16th birthday at my, at my house with my friends, and one of them had hired a DJ. And then the DJ's transport didn't 
come and fetch <laughs> yeah, them course. in time. So, <laughs> of course. and it was late at night and we ended up just all bringing everybody into the house, whoever was left and whoever was waiting for transport. And my mom knew that I love music and she got the DJ to leave the DJing equipment on our home computer mm. um, so that I could mess around with it. And uh, the DJ's transport eventually arrives at like 5 a.m. We go to bed, we wake up. When we're eating breakfast, my mom calls me and she says, hey, look, I've got a surprise for you. And then she opens the software. What is this? She's like, no, the DJ's left this here for you. Sure. Uh, I asked them to. And yeah, my friends and I just spent the whole day, I think eventually then almost every day for the next few months, just learning how to, you know, You'd use this thing and play the music. And at first, the mixes were atrocious. Like they would hurt the ears. <laughs> but uh, eventually it got better. And that's how I got into DJing as well. So throughout my university years, I started DJing. I DJed even through articles as well, uh, playing a few gigs in Santin, Maboneng, you know, oh. birthday parties, weddings, and things like that. So, So the love for music stayed with me even throughout the, the accounting journey in my studies at the, the beginning of my career as well. So, so I think that's, that's, that's essentially the long and short of that's how long I've, I've enjoyed music. And, and that's, that's how it grew with me to this point. And, and so, but that's also interesting. I mean, you've been exposed to music for most of your life. At what point do you decide of all things to go into accountancy? I mean, Accountants, for most of them, most of guys who are uh, in, in their senior positions, wherever they are, I've asked a few of them, and they were typical uh, risk averse, don't want to do anything outside the norm. <laughs> I mean, you were playing at gigs, um, you were still enjoying your, your life. I mean, you were having this passion from childhood and you could carry it throughout. How did you get into accounting? How did you, what happened? <laughs> Look, I mean, sometimes I, I I used to feel like an imposter in in the accounting field uh, because I was like, I'm so different to what's normal here, right? Mm -hmm. But but I, I think the long and short of it is, I mean, I think 2002, uh, I was in grade eight, I was 13, turning 14, and. I mean, people, everybody was starting to speak about careers now. Like, mm. you know, do you want to be a doctor? I didn't want to be a doctor or anything because it, it felt like it just was too arduous a task in terms of studying and studying for so long. You know, <laughs> yes. I didn't know that actually the CA thing is almost <laughs> the exact same thing. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember like everybody was speaking about how IT is the next thing. So, you know, if you want to have a good career, I just knew that. I was smart and I wanted to participate in something that would firstly guarantee that I would have, you know, financial success and be able to, to grow and become an important person in society. Um, and one of the wealthiest guys at the time in the East Rand in the township called Guatemala that I, that I'd spent a lot of time in where my grandparents and my cousins lived, mm. uh, who drove the nicest cars there. Uh, was a CA, so <laughs> like, how much do the, these CAs get? Because this guy drives a better car than my doctor, and he's got a new one every two years. <laughs> like it was, we, we are we are praying for those days as well, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. When 
when first years were getting uh, 400k back in the early 2000s, you know, when 400k yeah. could get you yeah. an apartment, uh, two apartments in 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 Baku, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so you must have an inquiry. Actually, what happened? Because wow, but anyway, continue. Man. Yeah, that 2008 recession and the and the. Uh, and the and the financial crisis uh, leading up to that just just yeah was uh, it screwed us up big time. But um, going back to deciding to be a CA, I think there were many factors. Um, importance in 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 career, uh, good financial progression uh, in terms of earning potential, and um, the story about grade eight. My mom uh, showed me a newspaper article. Um, that had shown these CA dudes um, um, and said, oh, and she said like, this this sounds like one of your things. I know you don't want to do the doctor thing, but you've always been good at maths and numbers. Um, so look at this thing, you know, maybe maybe you could be that. Mm. I read it, I was like, seven years. I was like, yeah, I don't know, mom. Seven years, I, I don't know. <laughs> sounds the same <laughs> as being a doctor. Um, but... Lo and behold, I'm here. I met a guy who was uh, an HR at EY when I was in in, in matric. Uh, he moved to Sizuenza Luba Koboto when it was Sizuenza Luba VSP back in the day. Yes, and he was HR there, and he was recruiting, uh, you know, students that could get bursaries. Uh, he came to my school, went to other schools as well. At the time, like I was just, I was. I was close to bottom of the class, man. In oh, <laughs> grade that's 11, hard, that's my, hard to my... believe, eh? <laughs> no, that's I was lazy. I was lazy. I was a lazy kid, you know. I mm. wasn't focused um, at that time. Uh, I think I applied to VITS with a with an average of forty nine percent. It was really bad. Sure. Uh, when I when I gave my friend my application because he was in first year at VITS when I was in matric, I gave him my application and, and my report, and he was like, "Ah, dude, are you you're playing games? <laughs> like, what is this? I can't even send this on you." I said, "Just send it. I just want to be, you know, in their database yeah. because." Once metric comes, uh, I'll do what I need to do. Uh, or, or once my metric results come out, and yeah, and with the prospect of the bursary now, I knew that I had to do uh, the most. So I stopped going to parties with my friends. Uh, essentially, just you know, started going on what the CA journey is like. You know, lonely and many hours of focus, dedication, and discipline. And yeah, um, I I ended up being like top two in my in my in my in my school in, in sure. uh, when the metric results came out the same day results came out i got a call from uh from vitz saying hey uh you uh, we know that you weren't accepted for accounting but were provisionally accepted for for architecture i think i just made that just mm-hmm. so i could be accepted for something yes. um but you've been accepted for both now a few hours later, I get a call from Sizu and Zaluba saying, hey, we saw your results. Congratulations. We'd like to interview you for a bursary. So, That's good. you know, that's good. Um, so that hard work, that dedication paid off there. And that's how I got into the accounting space. And also it made sense because I was I, I wanted to do something more around, uh, you know, being a corporate lawyer. And being a CA is very, very close 
mm-hmm. even though we don't deal with that much, you know, legal work and you don't have the flexibility to actually be able to fight for a company in the same way that a lawyer can. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would have to, you know, either have my parents take out loans or take out loans myself uh, to have done that. And then mm-hmm. with the CA route, I, I, ha- I had the bursary, which was an opportunity. So I, I got into it through that and it made it made things a lot simpler for everybody sure but i like i like your your approach i mean from from the onset i think you kind of even though you didn't know exactly what you wanted to do but you kind of had a a broader idea and a very unique approach to what you wanted to do and you were kind of clear of what you wanted once you started identifying what it is you know you you know you wanted to be somewhere in the space and even when you got into accountancy you didn't just want to be a regular guy who's just doing reporting. I mean, there are people who love that, but you kind of wanted yeah. a unique space. And some people find themselves frustrated. But <clears throat> what what do you think are the two key things or highlights of your um of your from your training to, to where you are today? Things that you look back at and say, these are the two, if more, that you can think of that you think um were were pivotal to where you are today that have maybe had an impact into the person that you've become or you're becoming yeah i, I mean I, I think that that last point the person that i i am becoming um it's got a lot to do with people always say believe in yourself but if you don't know who you are you know mm-hmm. it's very hard to know what you believe in and, and if you believe in yourself in the wrong concept of what you think you are mm-hmm. it's not really helpful so it's very important to know what you really love and what you really enjoy and i think I knew that, you know, I knew that I, I, yes, I'm going to go into this accounting thing, but I know I enjoy music. I enjoy entertainment. So I'm going to have a lot of friends who are in that space already. You know, when I studied at VITS, I stayed at uh, Labori, which was close to uh, the SABC and all these people who are doing sound engineering were my wow. friends and we go into studio and all of that stuff. I spent a lot of time there. So I always surrounded myself with the things that I love. Even during articles and the mm-hmm. DJing, it, it was always around knowing what I actually am, what I really enjoy. But I also enjoy business. You know, I enjoy, you know, building businesses. I enjoy being an entrepreneur, uh, you know, getting into things from the start. So I incorporated that mm-hmm. into what I was doing as an auditor, like as I explained in the beginning. So I'm saying that to say, firstly, I believed in myself, even though what I what I know myself to be didn't really fit into an audit space easily. The typical, yeah. and I was willing to 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 work in the space in the audit space and still be strategically in, involved. Mm. I, I was willing to go into advisory, and and I saw myself as a potential CEO of of the organization sure. rather than just a, an audit partner. I I saw myself like going that way mm. um, it, to the to the, to that seat and not you know through the, the the specific channel. So the believing in yourself helps you see a road um, that might not be there. Sure. And and that's how I got onto this road that essentially wasn't there, but I but I was able to to kind of create it. And in creating it, I wasn't on, on my own. Once I, I knew where I wanted to be and what I want to do and what I enjoyed doing, I kind of aligned myself with people that were 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 the most excellent like i think 
uh, you get assigned to clients when you when you start in in audit. You know, in in your first year, they'll tell you you're doing this this audit, mm-hmm. that audit, um, and this field and that field. Uh, but like my my vigilance in 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 the first few weeks allowed me to be able to pick which area I want to be, uh, whether it was um, straight up audit uh, or or financial services. Um, I chose audit because I wanted to be exposed to more more industries mm. um, than what financial services would expose me to. Um, and then within that time, then I I wanted to be on the biggest the biggest audits that the company had, you know, and mm-hmm. I, and, and I use the fact that guys, here I am, uh, mm-hmm. I'm a Vitsi. I'm like the, the, <laughs> the kids that, that Jeff is teaching. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm a Vitsi. I've got, I've got that, I've got that edge, uh, put me on. I won't disappoint. And, you know, those were the audits with the longest hours, you know, and the, and the, and the riskiest deadlines. And, you know the high stakes you know and and you know being able to make your mark there then you become a trustworthy reliable person and the people who matter want to carry you everywhere um and 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 i think it's those two things just believing in yourself and then showing up and showing up for the people who are willing to um well firstly identifying the people that uh, are important in terms of where you want to go mm-hmm. and when they give you a chance, you show up no matter what. Yeah. Like, you know, you make the sacrifices, whether you're sacrificing sleep, whether you're sacrificing diet for a short period of time, you're sacrificing relationships. You know, many relationships <laughs> suffered for, for all of us to be here. You yeah, know, that is you, true. You, you can't you can't give somebody all your time when you when you've got, you know, all these all all these all these uh you know textbooks to go through or or you need to produce a set of apps true. or you need That's to produce true. an audit file mm. or you're in you know financial service and you need to close a deal like or you need to find a deal to close like or you need to be meticulous and your mind needs to be clear so you know we we sacrificed a lot of weekends you know whether it's new year's day whether it's valentine's all of these things <laughs> have been sacrificed for for the dream and and i, and I think I've been lucky enough to have people who understood that and and were able to support me whilst I was pursuing this thing. And I think that just me leads us nicely, you know, as we descend. Um, any challenges that you can think of, top two, uh, that that you oh. you faced at some point during this journey, um, can be as far back as you can remember, or the earliest, or um, at the latter parts of your career. And and how do you think these have have been able to change the person that you are, or or contribute to anything? And and what did they mean to you? I mean, we have di- many of them you've experienced, mm. but if you can think mm. of maybe one or two, and um, and why them? Yeah, I mean, I think this one is a surprise to most people. I don't know why, but like, um, and I and I presented it to the judges when we were doing the top thirty five under thirty five, and it was me. Um, Failing my CTA at Wits, man. Like I think that that was really difficult. Um, I failed my sub. I think I failed by like two percent. <laughs> I failed my my <laughs> financial <a> accounting sub. <laughs> um, sure. And I was in the same boat as 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 two of my other friends uh, when everybody else had made it, and it 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 almost broke me. Mm. Um, 
and then in the same year i think a year a, a month and a half later my best friend committed suicide on christmas day that's the same guy that laughed at me when i gave him my 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 49% uh grade 11 results to 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 to, to put in a, a, an application at wits so back in 2006 so thank you brother yeah um uh, so losing my friend uh, right after failing and next year i'm supposed to be starting articles so now i'm seeing the first offer that i was given because i was writing a sub you mm-hmm. know they were hopeful they gave me the offer letter and then i i got it a rescinded one you know with a sure. salary that that was almost halved now i'm getting 8000 rand ish <laughs> <laughs> what am I gonna do with eight thousand rand a month? And I must leave from Benoni to Woodmead every day. Oh my god! Uh, it changed everything. Uh, but what it did is like it just showed me that, uh, like I knew in the first half of 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 fourth year that I, I wasn't as dedicated as I needed to be, mm. and I only became dedicated in 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 the second half when the stakes were high. Mm. similarly to what I did in matric, you know, in grade 11 matric. And I was like, you know, I procrastinate, but then I show up and then mm. I, I realize it's not enough. You know, if if you want something, you got to be dedicated from the get go and being able to do then my CTA in my first year um, and be able to pass that whilst I, 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 I was, I was uh, dealing with all these, this whole new world in, 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 in audit uh really created some kind of resilience and forced me to to be more focused that's one of the toughest challenges that because it's not just one failing right it 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 had so many knock on effects um mentally i felt like am i smart enough yeah you know yeah. Uh, and i was lucky enough to be at a firm where uh people understood and mm-hmm. i i didn't have that imposter syndrome because I could feel when we're doing joint audits and they're like PWC guys or KPMG guys and they they, they behave as if they're smarter than these guys from the black firm, you know, <laughs> I, I could feel that thing, you know, and it made me want to want to show up even more. And mm. But I didn't have the confidence at first because I knew I hadn't passed my CTA. I wasn't mm. writing my first board exam. Mm. Um, so it, it was you know the failing and then the imposter syndrome that that i had to deal with but i could only do that uh face both by being dedicated and forcing myself to succeed um and yeah so um, were you doing that you you did the 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 cta second time with unisa yeah i did my cta second time with unisa part-time uh whilst doing my first year articles i managed to pass that um i think finac was my highest after failing Finac, Finac was my highest. <laughs> oh, uh, no, you do you do know how to come back. I mean, that's that's one thing I'm picking up. I mean, you 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 don't like you know when someone says you can't or when something says you can't do something, you you react differently to that. So, big ups for that, brother. Thanks, brother. I think yeah, I think uh, the CA streams taught me a lot of resilience and discipline and. Uh, and showed me that you know a superhero isn't isn't one person out of a million like you know when there's a superman story like there's just one guy <laughs> like we're all superheroes but it's about how you show up for yourself true. um true so 
Yeah, I think I think almost everybody who who does the CA thing, whether they they succeed or not in in getting all the four letters, um, are superheroes just for having decided to take this path. And if you see it through, and you do all your articles still, and you AGA SA, uh, and you're not you're not necessarily CASA, it's still it's still something to behold and for pushing. And yeah. uh, I think I think people can. It always just takes the right set of mind. And when it clicks, it clicks, man. Mm-hmm. You know, I think mm-hmm. you know that. I think you, you've seen it in some of the students that you mm-hmm. uh, that, that that you stand in front of. Like some of them don't get it, but when they get it, you know, it, they can't lose it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's one of the main messages that I, I'd share. Like, you know, just 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 hang in there and find what it is that 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 is disturbing you from from getting to the next level because it's always it's always simpler than what we think right so i mean i mean it was it was easy when you were a student when you're in your traineeship to imagine the path that you are going into so you're encouraged you're motivated the next thing once the four letters uh, the four letters come through in your instance you you've you've reached the test i mean almost the destination um what keeps you going then? What are you trying to, uh, what is it that drives you to keep going beyond that? Because I think I've seen that uh, with my students, with some of the candidates who are still trainees, they think you just want to get there. Once you finish your, maybe your SEMA or your ACA or your AGSA, once you get it, then that is the only thing that's in their mind. How do you keep going? What what drives this passion? I mean, the moves that you are making, where you're trying to um, find new ideas, where you're trying to ex- explore your, your boundaries, how far you can go, challenge yourself. Yeah. Is- I mean, I think for me, this is one thing I didn't mention earlier. The CASA wasn't a destination. It was an access card, you know, <laughs> It just is a badge that I can show in places and people let me in because I've got this thing. Mm. You know, it was for me an opportunity to get a seat at the table. Mm. Um, and I want to be in many tables, man. I want to, I want to, what drives me is, 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 is as corny as it might sound is making sure that black lives matter in a way that, that resonates with me in that, we see ourselves in the rooms that makes that makes sense. That mm-hmm. I am in rooms where we're making decisions, and I can speak on behalf of people that I know can't speak for themselves. And mm-hmm. I can say, "But wait, guys, we're undermining this this group mm-hmm. of people, mm-hmm. or we're not paying attention to this area." And because of one, two, three, mm-hmm. um, you know, and and that can that can go in in many directions and i don't know where life will take me i could be the ceo of bmw one day mm. you know and i could make sure and say guys you're not paying attention but if you look at your apps the, the biggest growing area has been africa because mm. of one two three mm. um if you, i mean one of the weirdest things was um the, the best performing i think it was rolls royce something weird the best performing or Land Rover, the best performing, um, I know those are very different, but they're still very expensive cars. Yes, both of them. yes. But the best performing dealership was um, the, the, the the Durban one, KZN, mm. in the whole world. Mm. <laughs> For one of those two car brands, whether it was Land Rover or... or, or. So those are the things that like, but then they're not bringing a plant there, mm. you know. Mm. Um, 
so in in me being in the music space i made sure okay well south africa matters guys if if you're going to bring your music here youtube then you got to pay up if you're going to do it meta you got to pay up if you mm. dstv you got to pay up cuz mm. the money goes back and 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 re, you know it reignites that soil and better things grow out of there just just representing the people who who don't have much of a voice and 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 using my compassion and my passion for 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 business as as one thing um that's what drives me just just being in those rooms and and yeah and and pursuing excellence and and a better life for myself at the same time i mean i i live in london now i didn't think that i would i would i would say that sure. <laughs> <laughs> and but this job brought me here um this music thing brought me here when i took the job at samro i remember uh telling my family and friends that i don't know what's going to happen now uh mm-hmm. because i don't know any other guy who a woman who's done this thing yeah. uh you know yeah. there's no other ca who's who, who's done this this move so we'll see from now on it's it's all up to me i can't i can't follow a guideline there's no what is it tls there's no, <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's no route anymore um sure. i am the route you know so um it was it was frightening but i think you know um god my ancestors keep surprising me with with more than i i would have imagined but i also show up sure um your life motto if any oh this is a difficult one i haven't had a motto in a while uh um, the latest one or the last one that you were using <laughs> because i think we we have the, different phases in our lives and yeah this and, is true um uh, Conquer or perish. Conquer or perish. Con- conquer or perish. I I go all in. Uh, you know, I burn the bridge behind me because I believe in in the direction that I'm going. I'm not saying be mean to people by burning <laughs> the bridge, but like giving yourself no room to fail. Um, and if if you stumble, it's not failure. You only fail when you give up, right? So True. I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make it happen no matter what. So that's that's my motto: conquer or perish. We've got less than a minute left. Um, what do you say to someone who is in their studies, whether in accountancy, depending on which route they are going for, or someone that's finishing their articles or someone that's on any path and um, they're listening to this and saying, what, what have you got to, to share in closing remarks? Um, just to salute. Yeah. I think, I mean, I've, I've, I've shared quite a bit, but like, just to close it off, if spend time to find what's troubling you, if you're, if you're not moving forward, but don't stop doing what you need to do. Uh, you, You can believe in yourself, but you also have to work on yourself. I think that's as simple as it can be. Sure. Mangoba. Um, I love your name, brah. I like it. You are winning, brah. Um, you are a champ. Well, folks, that story is now counted. Please follow us on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, and TikTok at Uncounted Stories in Ak. Thank you for tuning in. Till we meet again for another episode of Uncounted Stories in Accountancy. Goodbye.